collar, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You've seen this dude? No, I'm not familiar. What was the fella's name? Troy? Old L- Lil Troy. Oh, Lil. Lil Troy, no. Lil. Back when Lil was a big thing, you know? No, they're all Lils now, Mike. You gotta get hit with the times, bro. Oh, are they still doing the Lil? They all do the Lil now. It's all Lils. <laughs> it hasn't been played out yet? Oh, it's definitely played out, but they're all... I thought, like, Lil Bow Wow was, like, the last of... I think Lil Wayne is the king of them all, but, you know... Oh, Lil Wayne? <laughs> Or not Lil Bow Wow. Who's that one that was like... Lil Bow was it, Wow. Who's Bow Wow? Well, Bow Wow was a kid rapper. Yeah, yeah. Who's and the then, other one? Lil uh, something. But then he became big something. He went from Lil Big? Oh. Yeah, remember? He was a kid. Hmm. He was like the... Lil Kid? <laughs> yeah. Lil Kid would like be the, a good rap name. I was going to say the shitty Bow Wow, but... I think you're thinking of Lil Bow Wow, and then he went to Bow Wow. Oh, was he Lil Bow Wow? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. I think he moved on to Bow Wow, and then he had some really traumatic, weird stuff happen to him, if I recall. Bow Wow Wow, you be you be That that was, I believe, little Snoop Dogg. Oh, that's right. And that was actually the Snoop Doggy Dog years. Yeah, he's. They all change their name, huh? Yeah, I think now he just does uh, Snoop. Maybe. He's just Snoop. Yeah, yeah. yeah he does, he's the Rastafari guy now. He's got the long No dreads. more D-O-double-G, yeah. He doesn't do the D-O-double-G, man. <laughs> or maybe he does. I don't know. He could be back. The best I part- don't know if they're all doing it. Dude, Dave Chappelle said they do, they, have, they do it because it's so that they don't have to pay. Yeah, it's royalty. Or um, it's the, contractual. They're... Yeah, they all have like these shitty record deals from like when they were young. Yeah, for sure. It'll be like uh, if we did <laughs> artist formerly known as Dude Man podcast. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's like they all have to do that uh, for various stupid reasons. And don't worry, guys, that'll never happen because we're never selling out. Never. Unless anybody listening here wants to buy, <laughs> we're available at any price. Any price. <laughs> any price. <laughs> but don't worry y'all until there's an offer we can't be bought look we'll wear all the balenciaga you offer us don't worry man come on oh i bought the teddy bear already oh nice the the bdsm one hell yeah <laughs> dude so balenciaga is suing the marketing firm right yes i did see this uh <laughs> Kind of weird. And the marketing firm is like, you hired us, but I mean, you guys checked all the edits. You guys, you know, you guys said this is what you wanted. And then my whole thing is like, nobody's asking the question of, if you didn't make these BDSM bears for kids, then who did you make them for? Yeah, furries or whatever they call it, or fuzzies. Uh, or, who's gonna yeah. Who's gonna buy this fucking teddy bear? You made these teddy bears for kids. I don't know, man. Right? I you know, I think there's. W- people out there who are into the kink right no but those people like become teddy bears they don't buy a teddy bear this this story ballooned into the most it's like pizza gate times a thousand because it's real it would be like if (laughs) yeah it would be like if there was actually kids being trafficked in that pizza basement and if there were like yeah and if there were like advertisements for it or something i don't know what this is this is just such a weird one to the point where, like, 
people like Emma are like telling me about <laughs> like it. Like you arrested like, oh, the kid, the, the kid like then they showed the menu of the pizza place, and like on the menu it had pictures of a court case of tr- child trafficking. You're yeah, like, wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah, one side was child porn, and the other side is child trafficking. <laughs> You're like, hmm, this is an interesting choice of pizza. Why is this on the menu? <laughs> Do I go calzone or <laughs> double stuffed? <laughs> oh, God. Always double that's stuffed. Why, that's why we got kicked off YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, that... I don't know if you have a clip, but that fucking, uh, the photo shoot. Uh, the Balenciaga thing? Um, yeah. I don't think so. Uh, I... No, that's all right. They, the, the, it came out, like, they people were looking at their Instagram, and there was a photo of a purse that was sitting on some papers. Yes, it, it was Did the court documents. That? Yeah, that, that's gone super viral. Even my girlfriend's talking about it. Like, it's, it's all over the place. Why did you guys do that? Like, that's a clear... I don't know. Oh, look. It's, uh... Like there's... You, just, you didn't, ha- you didn't <laughs> just have those papers lying around. You know what I mean? There are a lot of theories out there that when it comes to these demonic practices, such as sacrificing children to ball and all this weird stuff, in order to do it properly, you must do it out in the open. So you must be admitting it somehow... So that everyone can see it if they want, if they seek it. But, you know, it, it like a, there's just a theory out there, you know, that it absolves these elites, you know, spiritually or demonically somehow of the wrongdoings when they do it out in the open. You know, yes, we are selling these kids and yes, we are sacrificing them to this demon God and all, all this weird shit. I'm not saying this is something I subscribe to, but I do enjoy reading into this kind of stuff because you know, it's kind of interesting. And hey, look, when these uh, freako weird elites go to the Bohemian Grove, they worship a ball-like character, uh, and or maybe uh, maybe the other one, Moloch, maybe is the oh, other yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah, I think there they do Moloch. But the did you see the photo from the White House of their <laughs> in the White House? There's like a uh, what is it like a mantle and it has like a ball like creature on there b-a-a-l and and yeah it's really kind of freaky deaky and man i feel like these people are doing it right in the open i think they're all into the satanic pagan worship stuff Hmm. and this ball enciaga it's either uh, out there to say yes we're doing it and we want to absolve ourselves spiritually of this guilt or whatever it is or Maybe it's a way to distract us from the real creepy stuff that's going on because all of a sudden you got Kanye out there spilling the beans on all the all these people. Okay, I've said it before and I'm gonna say it again. Like this man who had all this money and all this fame and all this everything kind of abandoned it all because he said the Jews run the world and they're go- and they're coming after my kids. Right? Yeah, that is what he said. Yeah. He's like they already got uh Kim. They tried to get me with this vaccine shit. He's like they're going after the kids. I mean Epstein happened to be a Jew who was trafficking <laughs> kids, right? 
you are very on the money. In fact, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, her father, uh, Robert, I believe, Maxwell, I could be a little off on the first name, he is a known Mossad agent. Known Mossad, dude. And I'm just saying, and then like this Balenciaga and all these like high-end companies that dropped Kanye and we were supposed to laugh at him because he was the fool. It's like, yeah, haha, we were laughing at you, but then two weeks later, these companies, it's obvious they're like promoting uh, pedophilia. It's like, I don't know, man. Kanye is looking less and less crazy every day. This is very true. And then now when he's, what he's saying about the Nazis and shit, it's like, I don't know. Man. Do you know who recently partnered up with Balenciaga is Adidas? After they dropped Kanye. Oh, was it after? I thought it was beforehand. But either way, I mean, a lot of weird connections oh, here. I don't know. I don't know. That's a little weird. And Adidas was started by Nazis. Just like NASA, Mike. Just like NASA. NASA? Oh, I'm sorry, NASA? <laughs> I never really connected. It is all a little close to Nazi now that I... <laughs> oh, it's as close as you can get to Nazi! <laughs> We're getting a little close. It was so close! <laughs> Have you caught any of the images of our Artemis uh, spacecraft out there? We wanted to call it the uh, National uh, Aeronautical uh, Zoo Industry. <laughs> we thought it'd be too on the nose. <laughs> yeah, NASA. Artemis is at the moon, right? Yeah, I don't know. I've seen a lot of the video from it. So, uh, yeah, alleged video. Allegedly. I never know what they're really showing us. It's from a studio. Yeah, is it bullshit what they're oh, shooting dude. us over the screen here? It's got to be. Because I yeah. also thought the Earth was supposed to be, like, um, egg-shaped. You know? I've heard Why this... would you think that? I've heard this from many, many, many people, that the Earth is egg-shaped because of the way it is spinning and, uh, you know, no. the pull. Right? Yeah, absolutely. It's a little wider at the, it's a little bigger at the equator, but not not like squashed like an egg. No, I'm not saying squashed like an egg. I'm saying it ha it it's not as perfectly round as the images they send us. No, no, it's very close to round. Like super perfect. It's not. It's very close. Let me tell you, Mike. I like my theory that it's shaped like an egg. Let's just say. Uh... Like, if you shrunk down the Earth to the size of a bowling ball... Oh, yeah. I would put it up against any bowling ball at the Galactic Bowling. Really? You know what I'm talking about? I mean, eggs can be kind of round. I'm not saying, like, a super extreme-looking no, egg. I know, but no, like I know what you're thinking, egg. but no, it's not. It no, it's not. So you think we're getting legit for, like, um imagery of this moon you did you see the video like the things pass and pass uh behind the dark side and then you get the the earth rise or earth sunset or earth set whatever it is you didn't catch it huh no i didn't catch it that's too bad you're missing out was the earth flat it was unfortunately not flat but it would have been really funny i gotta see if you look at it Flat Moon Theory, folks, looking stronger and stronger by the day. <laughs> flat. Did the moon look flat? Oh, it looks like a. It looks like they're holding like a um, 
Like one of those Dixie plates up to the screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a CD-ROM. It's crazy. Any day it's going to fall. <laughs> Halle Berry's going to have to save it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I ended up catching some of that, sh- the, that movie. Horrible. Totally unwatchable. But I think I'm going to dip in a few more times, you know, because I would say HBO it's, it's play equally the watchable as anything Marvel's putting out these days. <laughs> yeah, maybe it is. <laughs> Whatever that cumber fags in, <laughs> this is better. <laughs> you know, I saw that guy. It's like a lot of interviews. He's actually like seems like a really good guy, really nice. Yeah, Cumberbatch. Yeah. yeah, I just don't like him because I hate that movie. I don't think you like the fact that he's British and that he has a name uh, like Cumberbatch. It's uh, too long. It's too much going uh, on there. Yeah, okay, royalty, dude. Just cut it down. Either be a batch or a, or a cum. You know? <laughs> <laughs> or just be a cum batch. Wait a second. <laughs> Doesn't sound as good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's just like your name sounds like snobby. Yeah. No. No. I got. I got you. <laughs> Our name translated means uh, flea. That's right. Yeah. So, no, no delusions of grandeur here. You know. Well, I would like to see what Cumberbatch means. Mm, I'm not gonna look. It. I'm not gonna look it up. Yeah, I don't care that much. I was like literally looking at the computer that's right in front of me, and I was like, "Yeah." That's how little you care about uh, Benedict <laughs> Cumberbatch. I'd rather just make something up. <laughs> you know, like it probably means like King's Fluffer or something. You know. <laughs> Back to that fluffer. You like the fluffer? All right. It's going to be the greatest job, right? If you're into that thing. If you're into it. <laughs> yeah, if you're just doing it for a paycheck. Whew. Oh, man. Well, uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did we do uh, Did we do the O'Hare layover? No. Isn't that incredible? I okay. I I glad I saved it because um, tangent. No. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of fluffers, we're gonna talk Zelensky here. <laughs> Speaking uh, of trainees. <laughs> so there was a layover of a flight in O'Hare, right? Emergency of landing. Three hundred soldiers. Am I getting that correct? Yeah, U.S. soldiers. Yeah, and this is a pretty fast. I think it was a mechanized infantry unit. Really? I think that's what it was. They're very hazy on the details. Here. It's very hard to find details. <laughs> but I got the uh, the Channel Seven um, clip here. Uh, this is the report on this emergency landing of some U.S. soldiers on their way to uh, what is that place? Oh yeah, Ukraine. Okay. <laughs> No, Frank Poland. Probably those hundreds of soldiers from Fort <laughs> going to hang out with are now safely on the ground here in Chicago tonight. We're told they were headed on an overseas deployment to assist NATO troops in Poland when their plane was forced to make an unplanned stop. 
Wheels down, O'Hare. The tires let off a puff of smoke as an Atlas air flight hit the runway in an emergency landing late Monday afternoon. They can't open that, open the door until uh, the Emergency crews were ready and waiting in mass for the plane packed with Poland-bound U.S. military personnel. More than 300 members of the 1st Infantry Division's 2nd Armored Brigade combat team filed what? off the plane and on the armored brigade nearby Holy on the tarmac. Shit. Contracted by the U.S. military, Atlas Air said the plane was forced to divert after receiving an indication of a potential abnormality in the cargo compartment soon after departure from Topeka, Kansas. We're not showing any signature, any unusual signature, so we're going to get off your runway. Just last week, a plane carrying America's top National Guard general and ranking member of the Joint Chiefs of Staff had to make an emergency return to Midway Airport after a bird strike. Now this Atlas airplane will need to be inspected more extensively to find this. It was actually a kamikaze bird strike. Oh, they didn't report it correctly. The I, kamikaze I got, bird? Yeah, I got inside sources. They were drone kamikaze birds, actually. Sent by Putin. Was it Iranian? It, they were made by Iranians, but sent the by Iranian Putin. Iranian bird sent by Putin. He ordered them. Source of the cargo fire. Can you see Putin, like, on his ledge? He's got all these pigeons, you know, and he's just, like, instructing them to go attack these, these planes and... Putin Off bought a go. bird from the Iranians, <laughs> and he used money that he got from America selling oil. Yeah. And then used it to take down an American plane. That's right. Kamikaze Genius. birds. Genius. <laughs> That plane was able to be removed off the runway safely to undergo that continued inspection. But tonight, we've still not heard back from U.S. military officials about when those troops will be able to take off for Poland again. I love they have to keep saying Poland. Yeah. You're going to Poland? Oh, dude. 300 troops? That's a lot of fucking troops, dude. Dude, everybody keeps saying it. How are the Ukrainians winning this war? Yeah, they're winning them with American soldiers. So we're there fighting, right? I, at least the I mercenaries. Your special for forces is over there. Really, I, like, I was thinking like Halliburton or whatever it is now, Black Rat. You know. Oh, uh, it could be yeah, like mercenaries. Yeah, probably a lot of mercenaries. This is a Actually, great yeah, gig for paid, uh, paid military. You know. But they're definitely gonna do like, um, like these guys are gonna go to the border, and they're gonna train Ukrainians, and they're gonna really just be they're they're training themselves. You know, they're getting used to being with the Ukrainians and everything. And, you know, one of the reasons that we always do that, send them to the border, before, like if we think a war is going to break out, one of the biggest reasons you send them there really early is because you want them to, like, catch the viruses and do everything that's going to happen in the first couple months. Wow. So you you're saying I mean? them going there here in December, they're anticipating major war to break out. Early spring. You just want to be ready. Hmm. And it's going to take you, it takes you about, yeah, I think it's going to take, you know, you could get there in 24 hours, but man, I mean, the guys, they're not acclimated. It's going to be, you're going to be in different climate. You're going to be in different altitude. You're, you know, you're going to be exposed to viruses and animals and bugs and shit. You, you know, it's going to take your guys a couple, couple months before. You need all the STDs to sweep through for a few weeks. There's going to be a lot of Ukrainian hookers. A lot of hookers. Resist, you know what I mean? I'm sure Hunter will visit a few times. Who knows what that guy will spread? 
<laughs> uh, where do you think the STDs came from? <laughs> That's right. He's patient zero for STDs in Ukraine. <laughs> Hunter Biden. Just the good ones. <laughs> So that's why this really uh, kind of piqued my interest, man. Uh, and you know me, I'm very anti kind of talking about Ukraine because it's this whole wag the dog staged event where they're just laundering money. But maybe I'm wrong. Are we actually heading into some full on war action? And if we have troops there now, I do think the mercenary thing is the real deal. Didn't you yourself say kind of in the Middle East back towards the maybe tail end or middle part of the Iraq war and stuff, it was mostly mercenary groups kind of doing the action. Oh, yeah, dude. That's why, we, that's why the numbers of uh, soldiers dying was so low. None were dying. Yeah. We were staying in the bases. And then when mercenaries die, do we read about it? Yeah, I'm telling you, that's why I used to always call people out for their bullshit, like, war stories. <laughs> you know what I mean? How so? Like, they didn't see any real action? Like, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you went there. I'm sure, you know, you saw a, a truck that got hit. You know, I'm sure somebody got hit with an IED. Maybe you did. You know, I don't know. But, like, I don't know. Look, come you on. Were there, you were there in 2013, and you and your you guys were forming stag squads and fucking kicking down doors. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are you saying the real action kind of for the U.S. soldiers at least happened, let's say, at the onset, like uh, early 2002? Uh, yeah, especially, well, whatever, like, especially in like Baghdad. Fallujah. Wasn't Fallujah huge? Fallujah was like a huge one. D- you yeah, know what I mean? It was a massive battle, yeah. But, you know, it, there, was, there came a time where it was like, okay, it's ours. You know, like. And then you what? You know. get your mercenary groups and they go out and do the dirty work? They were doing the dirty work. I'm just saying, yeah, there came a point. I mean, there came a point with the with the troop withdrawal, where there were way more mercenaries than soldiers. And one of the major groups was run by that Prince Junior guy, whatever his name, uh, something like that. Not Freddie Prince Junior, but uh, maybe a relative, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> Freddie Prince Junior, the original uh, cultural appropriator. <laughs> what happened to Freddie Prince Junior, man? Stupid name, that's what it is. Well, he disappeared around the same time as, like, uh, Brendan Fraser. Mm, must have voted for Trump. I was just about to say. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. That's crazy, though. What's crazy is not only the soldiers that are in Poland, the units that we're sending there mm-hmm. says a lot. So, like, the other reason you're going to send these guys is that's an armored division. All right. So you're going to send, like, now you got to get, you're going to transport tanks and everything. And uh, all these, like, heavy armored vehicles, a lot, they need a lot of, like, disassembly and then reassembly when you get there, you know? For sure. So that's why these guys are going to go first. Plus, they take most huge amounts. Like, you know, how many armored tanks can you put on a plane? This thing's so fucking heavy. You know what I mean? Like, uh, 
this whole <laughs> fighting in Ukraine, like that's a whole nother level of warfare compared to being in the Middle East, right? No, same shit, different same, place. Yeah, same toilet, or <laughs> different toilet. <laughs> S- same shit, different God. <laughs> right? It's the, just the same action. I mean, aren't we at the point where we just do the drone thing? I feel like that was Obama's like signature legacy move, you know? like. No, you're always going to have to have boots on the ground, because, you know. All right, well, that's this is a bummer. So I think we're looking at World War Three here, then. All right, party time. I think they're preparing for it, and I don't know why. I think they're pushing for it, and I don't know why. Well, you know, the economy is in the trash, and every time we have really bad global economic situations, war typically kind of pulls us out of it. And, and really, I like to think it's mostly strategic, but if you want to go evil, I, I, really, I, I really do think there's a good chance that we might be stacking the border they might be the way they're positioning these guys they might be stacking everybody as thin as they can for like as long as they can along that border just hoping something misses and hits them oh to start the war yeah oh of course well putin drops one you know one bomb over that borderline Mike, I mean, come on, dude. The I uh, think that's what they're hoping for. So you get enough soldiers in enough places. You know, it's only a matter of time. All those news organizations just like jerked themselves off over the Poland incident, right? <laughs> and then they had to clean Some up the fucking mess Polak the farmers, <laughs> man. <laughs> and we both called it. We're like, it was fucking Ukraine. Of course, it was Ukraine. And it but was. I love, how, I love how it was Ukraine, and then it was okay. Like two farmers just died. It's not okay. Like, yeah, why no does it matter a... whether it's Putin? <laughs> so, so if it's Putin, it's World War Three, and if it's Zelensky, eh, we're gonna give you a pass on this one. That's that's a right? great call. Nobody cares. Like two people died. You know, Mike. Bullocks, all man. wars have casualties. <laughs> You're right. Who cares about these Polacks? You know how many shirts Zelensky lost? <laughs> sad, sad, sad. <laughs> They're almost running out of green dye. That's right, dude. For all the shirts, they have been fading, I've noticed. You know, they're less green as time goes Oh, he might have to switch to a forest green. (laughs) Just not as intimidating. (laughs) I need the uh, olive drab. Dude, we are almost at a year, right? When did this whole thing start? February? This war? I believe that was 1944. (laughs) Was Was the surrender... When we just decided to hack up a bunch of countries, <laughs> you know? we just decided we just decided to draw a bunch of arbitrary lines around the world and tell people who they belong to. How do you not look at World War II as a great reset? Right. the The more I look at it, it's impossible not to look at now as their attempt at it again. A hundred years later, right. Less than a hundred, but I would argue yes. that they started the 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 war in nineteen nineteen, uh, World War One, right? That was, you know, that kind of kick started a lot of change, rapid it, change. Dude, it's really it. like, yeah, it's like World War One happened, and they're like, ah, oh, these pieces didn't land where we wanted them. Or Round maybe two. they did. <laughs> maybe they created. I think World War One, when you look at it, they created the necessary separations to for the future 
you know, make way maybe for that World War II scenario where they literally, I mean, you look at World War II and one, but both wars, dude, they just annihilated all these monuments and, you know, structures of the past. Like, they just completely... Yeah, ancient, like, ancient They shit. destroyed our history. Yeah. It's, it's kind of hard not to look at that as that. And you know what? We're supposed to focus on the Holocaust when we talk about World War II, which is a tragic and insane event. But we always forget to talk about just all the history and everything that was lost in, those, in that event. And maybe it was on purpose. Could be. You know, it's easy to reset the world if nobody remembers what happened before it. Hmm. I don't know. Hey, you know what I just realized? They never, like, call for, like, tearing down of, like, ancient Egyptian artifacts. And those guys were kind of like the OGs of slaves. Didn't they really do a lot of bad stuff to the Jews? Oof. Oof. So much bad stuff to a lot of people. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. They, it kind of started the slave trade, right? Up and down that Nile. Doesn't Moses, like, ask the Pharaoh to free the slaves? Or yeah. Am I getting my history wrong? Maybe it's because of the Great Reset. I don't know my real history. Mm. Actually, that could have been the very beginning. When they freed the Jews. <laughs> Not according to Graham Hancock, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Hancockian now. Are you? They call me Cockboy. <laughs> a Hancock sexual? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Hancockian theory. <laughs> that's to be confused with the hand and cock. <laughs> Two totally different theories. <laughs> Which brings back my uh, uh, cock scarf idea. Don't sleep. Oh, on, the cock sc- don't sleep on the cock scarf, people. Keep your balls warm. <laughs> dude, dude, no joke. Especially in this holiday season. <laughs> dude, no joke. I got these new pants for work. They're great because they breathe. And it's fucking great, dude. No ball sweat at the end of the day. You know. Really? Are there like some specialty oh. ventilation systems installed in the uh, crevassiers? Dude, there's those European pants I was talking about. They're like $100 a pair. They're oh, like the they're clown great. pants that fit the fat Americans perfectly? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, how could I forget, dude? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, it's amazing, dude. Never have I had been able to work like a whole day. Just no ball sweat at all, dude. No stink or nothing. It's cra- No matter how hard I work, man, it's crazy. What's with these pants? What's going on here? There's, there's got to be something you've noticed on the like interior design that's you know allowing. You know what they're action. made out of? Almost like a tent material. Oh wow! I so then I imagine for the thick thigh, you get a little swoosh action when you're walking by. No, not at all. That's what I mean. They're like amazing. They mastered it because they'll do like double no layers swoosh. in some spots. You're saying no you know, swoosh? You know me. I got some thick thighs, baby. I know. Well, maybe the, how about the thin thigh? Any swoosh? No swooshes, man. I'm telling you. No swoosh. No, tent material? No swoosh. Tent material? Yeah. No swoosh? Because that's what I'm telling you. It's not like really a tent material, but it's like a canvas. Hmm. It's, like a, it's like a blend between cotton and that canvas material. Wow. Dude, these Europeans, man, they're, 
It's amazing what they come up with when it's not just a bunch of zombies ordering whatever Jeff Bezos says is the best. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I got this joke. Well, actually, I stole it from uh, Kill Tony, which is one of the funniest shows on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Uh, This uh, one comedian comes up and he's wearing, like, you can tell everything he's wearing is, like, brand new. Right? You can even see, like, the creases, like, out of the package. Wow. And uh, he got the the comedian asks him for his cell phone, and he looks, and he just pick, pops open his Amazon uh, app, and you can see everything on there is like the Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Not only is it from Amazon, it's everything that like if you type in shirt, it's like this is the Amazon choice, <laughs> right? Yeah. And it got me, like, on this, like, thing. Once you start noticing it, you can't stop noticing it. Like, next time you're in a room of, like, mostly dudes. Yeah. Just look at what one guy's wearing, right? Sure. You'll see, like, oh, okay, Levi jeans, right? Just type in Levi jeans. All right. Dude, there's, like, an 80% chance. First, like, the Amazon choice on Amazon is that pair. Yeah, I. so you're saying whatever Amazon says to buy first... The, the zombie Neanderthals are just like, you know, that little it. tab that says Amazon choice. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I tell you, dude. Especially for like shoes. Oh, dude, the shoes is so funny because I always like once you start noticing it, you'll look at a guy and be like, dude, where the fuck did you come up with that pair of shoes? You know? <laughs> then you just type in like brown waterproof men's shoes. You yeah, know? you're like, oh god, all right. Amazon, all right. It's so funny, dude. They have a hold on the general populace, man. <laughs> yeah. Do you think people have just stopped shopping? They just go to whatever the computer tells them to get? It's just too convenient, you know? And the one problem is you, that Amazon Choice kind of just gives you a little bit of security you know because you can't look at it or hold it and you don't really know why is one better than the other i i gotta be honest with you i kind of stopped I, i'm trying to stop shopping amazon and just go to the store and i've noticed if you go to the store you're definitely spending more money but you're getting better stuff that's why you're spending more money because you're not even seeing the six dollar belt you know what i mean I, all these yeah. belts all these belts are real leather you know, and it was made in America. So if, if I know a brand I like, I'll go to their specific website and order from the website for that company. Yeah, that's good too. Yeah, it's much much better. You actually end up getting better deals, and you get exactly what you want. And yeah. you have the Amazon situation is pretty weird. Have you noticed that? Well, number one, they fired everyone. They you know because they were losing all this money. Their advertisement scheme, I don't know if you've caught this online especially, it's all about reading books. Really? Well, that's how they started. I know, and I find it interesting that they are uh, circling back to the book thing. Uh, who's got time for books? Well, maybe it's time to start. I can barely read. <laughs> 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 Most people don't even read an article. They read the headline. Don't even read the article, let alone a book. You'd be hard-pressed to see people reading books I like articles. I have such a short attention span, I cannot do books. Yeah, a good article, I I rock all the time. Uh, I spend most of my day uh, reading articles. I can't even do like a New York Times. 
No New York Times? Uh, dude, the article's like 20,000 pages, and like, dude, you give me the meat and potatoes. I don't need all this fucking uh, slop you... on the side, you know no, what I mean? No, the slop is where the beauty is, man. I want to uh, see no. how much this writer loves themselves. Come on. Oh, uh, it's so terrible. They got to show off that Harvard education somehow, Mike. Come on, mm. man. I know. They start using really big words and descriptive and like, dude. I know. I love it. It's great. Speaking of uh, assholes who love themselves, Neil deGrasse Tyson went on Joe Rogan, and I got to tell you, it's the one you need to listen to. Yeah, I. When was this? Because we just really he's on like a tour de force, I guess, with the media. Because we just trashed him like a week ago. I feel like. Yeah, because he was on Theo Vaughn. That's right. We played the clip and everything. He's doing all the, the podcasts. Dude. So he goes on Joe Rogan. You got to listen to it because he's try. He will. Joe Rogan tries so hard to just have like an actual conversation with an astrophysicist. Right. Oh, yeah. All he does is go to his fucking talking points. Everything he said on Theo Vaughn's podcast is exactly what he said on Joe Rogan's podcast. So I'm sure he talked about the vaccine then. Oh, dude. He literally talked about everything he talked about. He literally has the same talking points that he and he does not go away from them. So he, I'm, I'm he starting to think he's not, he might not even be that smart of a guy. I think they just found an autistic guy who could memorize <laughs> lines. Yeah. Right? Yes. Dude, it's Iron Man 3. It's the Mandalorian yes. with all these fuckers, dude. They're all actors. Yes. All of them. 100%, dude. And yeah, I and, think you nailed yeah. it. He's, he's just a guy with a probably a photographic memory, and he just remembers the script verbatim and just spouts it out everywhere he goes. Because, dude, he won't... Like, it, it, there were times where it didn't even make sense. Like, Joe was, at, like, clearly asking him a question, just trying to get his opinion on something, and he would go into a story that was from the book. <laughs> So he, well, he's selling story. a book, right? Yeah, he just wrote a book, and we're all supposed to read it because it's going to tell us why we should vote Democrat. Oh, that's his book? I have his book he had uh, 10 years ago, like um, The Universe Explained for People Who Don't Have Time to Read About the Universe, something like that. God, I hate that guy. I felt retarded after I read it. Yeah, it's very should. enlightening. No, the new book is like how to think about everything. It's like he wrote a, I guess there's one pair there's one uh chapter about politics and like why we're divided and everything and it's why he goes on this whole thing about how like there's objective truths and everything. But then and it's crazy, he does this whole thing about how there's objective truths and then there's your opinion. <laughs> and then he's like, And that's why it's an objective truth that the vaccine is fully effective. Like, no, it's not. That is your fucking clear just ideological opinion yeah i again i'm believing 100 percent. he's an actor put forth by the government to uh give us all the mumbly jumbo nonsense about space they don't want to tell us the truth about space which is it's a hologram people we're living in a hologram (laughs) no not a hologram a simulation simulation we are holograms wait wait um I, I, I do think we're in a simulation. Really? 
Yeah. You're there maybe what, ninety five percent at this point? I mean, if they're if the multiverse is true, then it's definitely a simulation. Simulated by whom? If there's an infinite think about it, if there's an infinite universes where like this is all happening and there's like in, in like every possible variation, then what else is that other than somebody running a simulation? That's mm. exactly how, what you would do, you know. Just run it a, a infinite number of times with just tiny variables in each one. And so we are all living in a shared consciousness. Then, that is well, just how do, you, how do you know what consciousness is? How do you this know it's is... like you really have consciousness? You know, I don't. Right. Yeah, this is very true. Like, I'm looking at a picture of little Troy on my computer. How do I know that picture doesn't have a consciousness? You know, and he's I trying think... to be a baller. <laughs> well, little Troy's clearly looking at you right now. <laughs> Better be nice to him. <laughs> Sounds like a tough guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're, yeah. you're a believer in the multiverse. I believe Hollywood um, exposes us to ideas. In order to prepare us, and so yeah, but the, yeah, they made it so stupid. Well, I know, but I think it's been in the media for decades. I feel as if you know, all right, they're they're prepping us for that stuff. Look, that we talked about the CERN situation and all this multi-dimensional, uh, what have you, coming out of there, right? They might be opening up portals to hell. We have no idea, uh, but if there's a multiverse, you're saying. That's proof de- definitively that that is that we are in a simulated program. I think it would lean towards it. Just a lean. I don't think you could ever be a hundred percent. So if you are in a simulation, <laughs> you would never know. You're inside a bubble you can never look out of. So. You'll never be 100%, but... Is there a way, then, to get out of the program? Are you just part of your your data? That's all you are? That's all we are? That's craziness. Well, but it could... We could be, like... No, because it could be in, like, something more akin to, like, a a quantum computer. But, yeah, I guess you are data. But really, what is data other than information, which would just be energy? DNA could be data. It could be links of code. I mean, really, yeah. I mean, you are data, so. (laughs) Well, all right, then. Damn. Well, I guess then sign me up for the Neuralink, uh, Elon. Let's do this thing. Let's hit that singularity, baby. Sign me up. I say we're already there. We don't even need it. Well, wouldn't that then be singularity (laughs) when they talk about it? Like, maybe that's when we hit that point of, like, you, you get the Neuralink, and then you access, like, yeah, you get, well, it could be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like that. I like more of the space, and we're floating through the, you know, the space, whatever space is, right? Yeah, it eh. make sense. <laughs> Either way, it sucks for us. Why? Because we'll, never, we'll know. Nev- never know the truth, not even in death. It's just always a lie, and we'll always be lied uh, to. Oh, man. Never know. Hey, you got to look out. There's a lot of theories out there, Mike, that, you know, there's aliens controlling uh, whatever reality we are experiencing. We may They're be... the ones running the machine. Wow, the aliens? And then you got to think, who's, who's God? The one who built it or the programmer who programmed it? 
Ah, uh, it's the lizard people, Mike. It always comes back <laughs> to Hillary Clinton. She's a lizard. I don't know who created us, but I know who's going to kill us. <laughs> Do you know who's going to kill us, Mike? Violent MAGA extremists. Oh, of course. <laughs> Is that back in the news? Oh, you betcha. I got a juicy one for us. This is a thick boy. It, uh, Juicy's back. Uh, <laughs> I'm really excited uh, about this. Uh. Dude, well, maybe. This is kind of up the juicy alley as far as having the uh, the MAGA boys attack. <laughs> yeah, you got me excited. Yeah. MAGA extremists, juicy. I, I know, no, dude. Trusty Smollett was going to come back with Look a, out, a folks. sandwich. Listen, people, if you're walking down the street and you see Juicy Smollett, Smollett? Smollett walking your way with a sandwich in hand and a MAGA hat. Run! Run for your lives! <laughs> He's going to frame you. Dude, funny quip about uh, Subway, man. A lot of them are, like, I guess a lot of owners going out of business. Did they not refresh to be fresh? Uh, they tried the refresh. It didn't work. They are not fresh. All right. Yeah. Uh. Subway is not looking good. The problem is they had Russell Wilson selling their subs, and he's the worst quarterback in NFL history. You think that was the problem? I think it was more that you had shitty meat and shitty bread, and your decision was just to change the arrangement of shitty meat on the shitty bread. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, their problem was... Like, they're like, no, this is the same shitty meat on the same shitty bread, but we added teriyaki sauce. The, their major problem was 10 years ago... I ate Subway and then had to piss out my ass for five hours, and uh, I never went back. And so that's their problem. There's no way I was the only one. There's just no way. <laughs> it was always one or the other, man. If the, if the bread's undercooked, I'm pissing out my asshole for the next, for the next four days. Right, yeah. or it's overcooked, and I'm not gonna shit for the next 14 days. <laughs> Either way, it's a fucking horrible, horrible couple days. Yeah, that's how you lose a customer for you know a decade or so. Did you know that in Europe they like can't even call that shit bread? Oh, because it's just not real. So they, in order for them to be able to call their bread <laughs> bread, they had to lower their sugar content in the bread. <laughs> Otherwise, it had, it, was, it had to be called a uh, like a what do you call those bakery thing? Like from a bakery, uh, like a croissant. <laughs> God, freak. I'm sorry. Scaring me with this French, you, see, you know? Well, did you see my boy? was at the White House today. Macron. No. What was he doing there? Taking the guns? They were eating uh, baguettes. Ha-ha. Wee-wee. Ha-ha. It was the first state dinner with uh, someone from overseas in three years. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, shit. Because of COVID. And they picked Macron? Macron, Mike, give the man some respect. <laughs> He's dating a 65-year-old, for God's sakes. Come on. <laughs> Macron? <laughs>
Is that how you say it? I, can't, I don't know how you do that noise with your mouth. I don't know what that noise is. Oh, you have to believe you're a frog for five seconds. Macron? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Pretend you're a frog. Macron. <laughs> Macron. <laughs> I picture I'm one of those frog to- toads with a uh, crown on my head and a sword. <laughs> like a little sword, you know? <laughs> yeah, you just got to feel you're very arrogant and full of yourself. Little, uh, ga- little gay. Oh, uh, I'm a huge <laughs> douche, but I think I'm better than everybody. Yeah. Dude, Macron, uh, Macron he's a, a WEF, W-E-F puppet man, big time. And he's a freaking weirdo. He's married to this lady who's like 50 years older than him. Uh, he's part of what? some... Oh, yeah, dude. You should look up the situation with him and his wife. It's a... It's definitely one of those like arranged situations where, you know, again, these are pagan, you know, demon people, lizard mm. folk, if you will. <laughs> All right. And it's weird that he was here and they were discussing the atrocities of Ukraine and all that stuff. So They're talking about Ukraine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Uh... But more important than Ukraine, Mike, is what's going on here. You see, there's not violence that we should be afraid of over there. What we need to be afraid of is the violence over here. Oh, the extremists. That's right. Mike, be scared of the extremists. I'm terrified. First, NBC News, the Department of Homeland Security is now warning of possible threats to the LGBTQ plus community, to Jewish and migrant communities coming from violent extremists <laughs> inside the United States. Wait for it. According to one senior <laughs> official, Americans motivated by violent... They've already named two groups, by the way. Just wait. <laughs> ...pose, and I'm quoting here, a persistent and lethal threat. The DHS bulletin also talks about how some extremists have been inspired by attacks recently, including that shooting at the LGBTQ plus bar in Colorado Springs. Hey-o. NBC's Julia Ainsley is a reporter behind this scoop for NBC News. She's here with this story. Tell us more about these threats, what DHS is going to do about them now. So, Hallie, this is the latest bulletin from the National Terrorism Advisory System. They've been putting out regular bulletins about every six months since January 6th, the insurrection at the Capitol, where they're really going through the details and, and the concerns that they have about domestic violent extremism, not looking anymore at ISIS and al-Qaeda, but focusing instead on Americans who are radicalized by vi- violent. Wait, wait a second here. We're not worried about Al-Qaeda or ISIS anymore, but we're really worried about MAGA? Well, Frank, they're all the way over there. MAGA's over here. Whoa! We gotta eliminate the domestic threats before we go after the, uh, you know... Everybody everybody on the left screamed about this when they instituted the Patriot Act and all the language that was going on after 9-11 about terrorists. Because we all knew... Everybody knew, but the conspiracy theorists knew, and people, Mike, you remember on the left, who were anti-Bush and Cheney and all the restrictions on freedoms that they were instituting then, uh, this was a slippery slope, and eventually the terrorist was going to be us. That's how it always goes. First it was them over there, now it's us over here. And, you know... Yeah, when you start kicking people off the train... Eventually, there's nobody left to kick off except you. You hear these words, man? Violent extremists? What? Where? Who? Who? 
Are you talking about the FBI? Because that's who I'm worried about. They're the only ones plotting any kind of terrorist. <laughs> yeah, and they're also in this newscast, they're throwing out words like ISIS and Al-Qaeda, which is immediately, you know, going to signal something in people's brains, and then they're going to follow it up with all this uh, domestic terrorism talk. Yeah. And so people are going to immediately connect. Wait, what happened to ISIS-K? <clears throat> yeah, you remember that? Remember like, ISIS Light? Yeah, it was the Diet Coke of ISIS. He's <laughs> yeah. a huge fan. It sounded delicious. And then for a while we had it, then we went back to Coke Classic, just regular ISIS. It's the same thing with Monkeypox. Did you see that? They uh, renamed Monkeypox again this week? No, to what? It's back. What do they call it now? M-Pox. <laughs> oh, I think that's a band. <laughs> Is that a DJ? DJ M-Pox? See, yeah. or, they can't win with the monkey box. It's always a joke. Uh, terrible. <laughs> if that's not a DJ name, somebody needed a rap name. That's a good yeah. call. Maybe some better than anything with a lil. Better than anything DJ Khaled's done. Or oh fuck DJ Khaled. <laughs> DJ Mpox, way better than DJ Khaled. <laughs> he at least knows how to play guitar. I think. It's crazy, uh, you know, working in these um, urban schools. Oh, yeah. It's crazy to hear the music that they're listening to. I imagine it's, it's Johnny Cash and... Yeah, no, it's all like 90s rap. Oh, good. They like the classics. Yeah. That's good. Very rare do you hear the the new shit. Have you heard the new stuff, man? It's like whiny. It's no good. Dude, it yeah. is whiny. The new, like, hip-hop, pop, rap, pop, whatever, it's just, like, emo music. Yeah, yeah dude, when, when Ice Cube came on the TV, I was, like, a little little scared. Yeah, like, oh. Yes. Who's this guy? You know? What do you mean? That's why they were banning the CDs from suburbia, dude. They, like, didn't want white kids to listen to it. It was so scary oh, for all dude. these parents. <laughs> They didn't want that stuff uh, in their First time you came on, uh, mom called the cops, I think, uh, you know? Well, you know what and, happened, uh, dude? The, the kids got the CDs. All of a sudden, you started seeing the Jankos. Uh, yeah. Everybody was dressing with the baggy clothes and the, the extra beanies. large uh, Jordan jersey and, you know, everything. The dickies just, and the beanies, Everything man. changed style-wise and people's language changed. And, the, you know, this must have been frightening for the parents, man. Fuck the police. It was bad time for, uh, bad time for Whitey. Right? Terrible, terrible <laughs> I'm just saying, man. It was like that was what made it cool. That's what made people want to be like him. You know, it wasn't like didn't take he didn't take a shit from nobody. You know, the new rap is like they're whining about the fucking. I don't even know. No, it's all uh, very emotional sounding and whiny. You're very correct on that. And uh, again, I go, I hearken back to the death of. Like rock and roll was kind of that emo era, and oh yeah, at that time that's kind of when you know the the hip hop was pretty huge, right? And then now hip hop is kind of going through its own little emo era. So, what's next? Oh, I can't wait for something new. I think we've had enough of the hip hop and the and the rap. It's time for the rise of country music, Mike. You think so? I think even I the younger so. people like young uh like country music now. 
It's like the last true American music. <laughs> we could see an, uh, a resurgence of American uh, love here. Yeah. All those guys are singing about loving the country, you know? You know what's funny is you and I uh, kind of ragged on the French recently, and we were discussing how the best times after 9-11 and all that was when everyone was hating on the French, and we did the Freedom <laughs> Fries and all that, because that was when we were really unified as a country. Like, we weren't hating each other anymore for that little moment of time. Yeah. And then here we are in the Biden era, and who does he invite over for his first international dinner? The French. The oh, French. God. Mr. Oh. Uniter. Dude, come on. Where's Boris, man? Invite Boris. That's what I'm saying. Come on. Didn't don't they have a new um prime we're minister female, over there? Yeah, we're, where's female Mussolini? <laughs> well, she's never coming over here, dude. <laughs> Why not female Mussolini? Trump should have dinner with her. That would make headlines, right? He can have her and that white supremacist guy, Fuentes and uh Kanye. It'd be a great dinner. <laughs> they can get some Alfredo. <laughs> what an age we live in when the white supremacist is having dinner with the most famous black guy. <laughs> just hanging out together. Like yeah. wearing each other's gear. <laughs> they should get uh, Larry Elder over there as well, man. Just make it a whole thing. I believe you would call that a clan meeting. Once <laughs> you get three of them together. I love the white supremacist uh, extremist labels, man. They're tossing around everywhere. That uh, they're like, if you t- can you tell me this guy hates every black person, and everything, but then he seems to not have a problem with this black person. It's like, I think he just doesn't like your politics. I feel like we've entered a phase where uh, because they threw around racist so much, there's nothing's racist, right? Everything was nothing, racist, yeah. so nothing's racist. So <laughs> now right. they're using extremists and terrorists and all and fascists. Well, they've you you use it enough, these words will mean nothing, and they're they're almost yes. there. And you're calling this guy a Nazi because he was like on a podcast making comments about the Holocaust. He's the Nazi, but then the guys who are literally flying the swastika flag in ukraine that are not nazis <laughs> I, I'm, I'm confused <laughs> right mike they're not nazis they want peace <laughs> not war peace nazis no 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 we not see peace <laughs> for a long time peace <laughs> we, we not see it not Nazi. We Nazi. <laughs> yeah, man. The Nazis are over there, and the word means nothing now. It's a it's no. a meaningless word. It's a joke. And here we are. Extremists, fine. Terrorists, okay. Al Qaeda, like, right? Oh, <laughs> we're ISIS. All right, fine. Well, you've made these words all just mean nothing now. And for all of you guys talking about Putin losing this war, uh, he hasn't really lost that much. And in the meantime, he's gotten all the NATO forces to spend a shit ton of money. <laughs> the U.S. alone spending more money than him on the entire war. And he's gotten the U.S. to not only send arms and ammunition, but also troops. And, you know, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. All, all so much to the point where now we probably can't defend Taiwan. Oh, right, that little place. Yeah, well... <laughs> so who's really winning this battle? You know what I mean? 
You can say whatever you want, but I don't think Putin's losing. You know? Uh, and neither is Xi. And uh, it kind of seems like they both may be in cahoots with the guy in the White House. But call me a conspiracy theorist.